0: The official podcast from Chrome Unbox, where we unpack everything from hardware to software in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS so that you can be more informed on all the latest updates, changes, and devices. What's up everyone and welcome back to another episode of the ChromeCast. Today we have an interview with Dean Bates and Jeff Lalone from Visor. We had a great conversation about Chromebooks in schools and how they get managed and some of the problems that IT admins or the person at the school that has been tasked with managing Chromebooks has to deal with and some of the solutions that they offer. Uh, it was a great conversation. Uh, they even offered up some great advice and tips at the end. So if you are an IT admin or a technologist at a school district, you want to listen to this one. So without any further ado, here is my conversation with Dean and Jeff. All righty, Dean, Jeff, thanks so much for joining us on an episode of the Chromecast.
1: That's our pleasure. Thanks, Jeff. Yeah, pleasure
2: to be here.
0: Yeah, uh, we've got. Uh, I think this is maybe the first time we've done uh, a, a, an interview with two folks at the same time. So we're just gonna roll with this. We're gonna see how it works. <laughs> hopefully it goes well. Uh, if not, hopefully there's still some good info in here, and that's what matters. So, uh, so yeah we've we've worked with uh, we've worked with Visor um, in some some partnerships and and sponsorships over the years. And 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 love what you all do, and we thought it was finally time to sit down and chat and and fill fill in the the listeners and, and viewers on what it is exactly that you all do, and kind of get down into some of the nuts and bolts and you know some of the some of the solutions uh, that you all have to problems uh, for folks out there trying to manage Chromebooks for schools. Um, so let's kind of start with just a very broad uh, uh, kind of overview of what Visor is and. And, uh, and, and what sort of service and services you all offer.
1: Yeah, sure. So uh, Pfizer a software solution, and we help organizations with large fleets of um, Chromebooks. And so Chromebooks are very popular within education. So Jeff and I spend a lot of our time talking to schools and school districts um, to help them simplify management of their Chromebooks. And uh, yeah, to give you an idea of numbers, then uh, the the sort of schools we we speak to quite often have thousands of chromebooks so quite often tens of thousands and sometimes hundreds of thousands of these uh chromebook devices and uh yeah and i guess when you're managing thousands of anything then it, it's pretty tricky but uh that's not made any easier when um, you know there's middle schoolers walking around with these and things like that so uh yeah so that's what visor does it's there to sort of help um, manage those devices um so schools can get the most out of them
0: yeah we were we were talking a little bit before we started rolling here you all aren't you all aren't dealing with the uh the hp dragonflies of the world you're dealing with education devices uh which are still great you know those are great uh yeah. devices that are out there and they they serve a very specific purpose um and you know we've we've talked a long time about how how um there was this transition in education from trying to give students slabs of glass, you know, with an iPad. And clearly that didn't work. And, uh, and then obviously Chromebooks are so well suited for this and, and easily, uh, can be, you know, more easily managed uh, in the cloud and more rugged devices and all of all of these reasons that, that Chromebooks really fit into the classroom better. What was that? What, what was the timing like for you all? Um, Jeff, you know, I know you all were, um, I don't know exactly how long you've been in this space. like what was what was the timing like on when when was the first cu- customers on board, when were the first school districts on board and and what has the the process been like over time?
2: Yeah, it, well, we've been in business first of all um, for over 30 years. so we've been doing this for a long time. By this, I mean asset management. We've always had schools and school districts on our client list, but I think that focus switched probably. I'm going to say just under 10 years ago, right around eight, nine years ago was really when we started switching over our focus. And that was really uh, to do with the gap in the space, within the education uh, space for management of student devices, right? And so We'd always focused on enterprise, but that switch came yeah, probably about nine eight nine years ago into the education space and really started focusing on on that um, on that space because of the lack of management for the student devices, as you mentioned, kind of figuring out a way to manage those to get them into students' hands to effectively manage the overall process and I think that it really stemmed from um a lack of of technology in that space to allow for non-technologists to really be able to work with the devices, get them into students' hands, making sure that there's some form of responsibility and management capability within that environment um, was kind of the challenge. And I think that's what, you know, identifying that space. And we're working with a specific client, one of our clients, longtime client at the time, um, in that specific space. Have you got something that you think might help us allow our non-technical users to be able to participate in the management of these handheld devices that are going out to students? That was really where the transition came. And at this point, um, you know, maybe I'd ask my enterprise clients to put their earmuffs on, but we're like 98% focused now on the education space. We're really, really focusing on that space because uh, I mean, quite frankly, it's a it's a more <laughs> it's a funner space to work in. I feel like we're providing um, something that's really important for schools, and ultimately doing some something that that allows students to um, benefit from technology. So it, it's nice to be a part of that space for sure.
0: Yeah. So, and Dean, you had mentioned a little bit of about um, you know kind of the the. Uh... Uh, different levels of of school districts that you all are working with are you all working with you know um smaller school districts just maybe even a, a one-off school here and there and then also like the big school districts like who all's using visor i guess is the question
1: yeah absolutely so from yeah you sort of small school with a couple of hundred de- devices maybe um yeah way up to sort of really large school districts with uh Dozens and dozens um, of schools, and each school having thousands of devices in there. So, uh, yeah, we're really sort of yeah a wide range of uh, different schools which we use in different devices in those schools. Um, yeah, and and sort of different amounts of people which are available to help manage those devices.
0: So it's not just these these large organizations you know these massive school districts that need something like this there's there's it's it's valuable i guess for those smaller um schools as well that's interesting so what like what are you know, what are some of the common challenges and, uh, you know, obstacles that that these districts are facing when they're thinking about managing or or they're trying to manage now uh, and maybe not uh, doing it as as great or as well as they'd like to?
1: Yeah, I think one of the challenges, um, it kind of stems to your your previous question, is in terms of lack of IT people within schools to help manage the devices and uh, when we're talking about those small schools then often there's no IT person at all so it's uh, the teacher who happens to be the sort of most technical and you know they're the IT person so uh, Um, So there's a a challenge around sort of staffing and the ability to manage them, and that's one of the appeals of Chromebooks. Um, So Chromebooks are easier to manage um, than Windows devices, and um, that's why schools move in that direction. Um, But still, there's um, challenges around that management area, and I think that comes to really a lack of visibility. Um, and the lack of process um, when managing uh, the devices. Um, So schools want visibility on the devices, so what they have, um, who has the devices, uh, where those devices are, so which schools have the devices, maybe which classroom those devices are in, Um, what state those devices are, so are they in use in students' hands or are they in storage waiting to be deployed, in repair? Are they approaching their end of life, their AUE date? Um, purchase information, warranty information. So there's a lot of data around each of these devices uh, and schools need visibility on that. Um, and the other side is process as well. So keeping that information up to date. So, and the data is only as good if there's a process around there. Um, so that's what we do with uh, Visor is we provide the central place with all the information for their Chromebooks. So they can go there and see all of that data in one place, a single source of truth. Um, we help improve processes so streamlining things like one-to-one programs so one-to-one programs are excellent I love those so where school districts are giving students a Chromebook so one device uh, one student um, but there's challenges around, making sure that students get those devices. Um, and where we can, we're trying to automate uh, tasks as well to reduce the workload um, for schools in terms of managing those devices. Uh, and this is like really important um, for schools. Uh, there's an interesting story earlier this year, a school district in Virginia, and uh, they lost 1,800 um, Chromebooks. And I think the total cost of that was around half a million dollars. Um, and that was... Down to a lack of visibility of knowing what devices they had and who had those devices. Uh, so you know, and no school district obviously wants to make that kind of loss um, in terms of you know, those resources. Yeah.
0: And those were just those were just over time devices getting maybe taken home here or lost there or whatever.
1: Yeah. Yeah, complete lack of um, knowing who had what, where those devices were. Those, you know, the absolute sort of basics, which is something you know, you know, we get really excited about like, all the sort of functionality we can offer, but often it comes down to the basics of knowing where these devices are. And the same district actually in Virginia had an issue where they purchased devices, but they never rolled them out to students. So they had these Chromebooks sitting in storage, you know, complete waste. Um, and that's just because they do not have these streamlined processes in place to get these devices and Chromebooks into the hands of students. Um, so, and that, that's what we're trying to, we're trying to help with.
0: Yeah. Jeff, what's, what's the most, uh, unique need that a school district's had that, that you found, uh, interesting or surprising?
2: Yeah. Uh, the most unique. So the, I guess the management of the Chromebooks themselves provides you know, lots of unique variables there and each district maybe has their own. But one of the things that kind of surprised me, I'd probably say is, um, I guess there's two that come to mind. The first one is auditing so beyond just the basic needs of the uh management and what dean was just pointing out in terms of who has what and those are all really cool and that kind of gets down to the basics of it um but there's an auditing component that we're hearing a lot of recently Um, and that's the ability to identify for example chromebooks that were purchased with a specific funding source um, being able to justify and uh, meet uh, audit obligations as it relates to that funding source. So you get a specific funding source that was allocated towards the purchase of Chromebooks and then you purchase them and then kind of during the pandemic, you got that money, you purchased them and then there they, they went. Now what? Now where are those Chromebooks? How many of them are lost? How many stolen? How many, um, you know, went in for repair and never came back or they weren't able to be repaired or what's the story with that sort of set of Chromebooks? So that's something that was pretty unique for a little bit of a surprise for me. I think the other one though, that came to mind there um, that we were uh, Dean was just alluding to uh, the idea of. Uh people being able to manage so non-technical people being able to manage and participate in the management of Chromebooks so there was a specific need that came we were talking to a customer recently and she was saying um, I've got these Chromebooks and I, I you know I'm asking how many you know are licensing I don't want to get into that too much but the, you know how many Chromebooks do you have ultimately that are in the environment and she was able to talk about how many were enrolled in the Google Admin Console but she wasn't ident- able to identify how many of those are being used how many are in the environment being used are in students' hands. And so Visor, we were able to sort of solve that by allowing for picking up a, a piece of information from the Google Admin Console, allowing them through Visor to be able to identify exactly which ones of her Chromebooks are out in the environment and those that have not been logged into. And so we were able to decommission those for her. So ultimately getting her a very, very quick resolution to the question, how many Chromebooks do I have in my environment? We're able to, to help with that. So that surprised me insofar as the level of you know, when you have to go to market and get Chromebooks in, you know, 10,000 students' hands like yesterday, there's a lot that comes up from that, a lot of skip steps, a lot of lack of opportunity to identify the processes that Dean was just referring to. Um, And so I think it surprised me just the level of, of sort of... Uncontrolled environments that there are out there, and sort of having something that can help with that is great, but I think that surprised me quite a bit.
1: Yeah, we I think the challenges, sorry, go ahead, sorry, Joe. I think the challenges that schools face as well in terms of a very small amount of IT staff having to roll out thousands of devices at the beginning of summer like i can't imagine any company where they have thousands of new employees start and they all want a new chromebook and ready to go and schools need to do that every summer and uh, and this is with in comparison to big organizations, are, you know, really small, really lean sort of amount of IT staff which can do this. So, uh, you know, I, it always surprises me. I think it's amazing how they've managed to do that.
0: Yeah, we, we've we we've heard all the, the stories of the uh, unofficial official IT admin at, right. at schools that, that, yeah, that yeah, you yeah. know, it was just the, the one person who uh, maybe had a Chromebook or they're like the IT support for their family that uh, just has become the IT person for these. You know massive uh, you know problems that they're trying to solve and, and trying to have Chromebooks out for these kids like you said so you know and we we um, you know our uh, uh, our website you know we we with some of the data that that we can that we see on the back end you know we know that a lot of uh, IT admins and and folks like that uh, are paying attention to some of the stuff that we're talking about but um, you know uh, uh, we, we've heard some of the stories of how a lot of this gets tracked in a in a spreadsheet Yeah. So, you know, how is, you know, what, what, if someone's doing that, you know, how is Visor different and how can they maybe even like transition from that to something like Visor if they are stuck with that spreadsheet that they have everything plugged into right now?
1: yeah i would say lots of schools come to us with spreadsheets and that's certainly better than nothing so that's uh that's a good start um but a spreadsheets are snapshot in time i guess so uh um and what you really want is that real-time information in terms of knowing who has what device uh and keeping a spreadsheet up to date has its challenges so uh you know i struggle with a spreadsheet with 100 columns in it if that had a hundred thousand columns <laughs> i wouldn't have a chance so uh and so what Visor does is it places processes around that. So, uh, so take your one-to-one program at the beginning of the year, then you're not updating a spreadsheet, you're checking out a device with a barcode scanner and it takes uh, sort of seconds to do that instead of sort of minutes for each device. And again, if you're talking thousands of devices, then that's a, that's a quite significant time saving. Um, if devices are coming in for repair again, it's happening as part of a process. So uh, maybe uh, family members, Logging into our self-service portal saying the screen's broken or a teacher's uh, login a repair so it's all happening as part of a process and um, so that's something which you, you you know you can't really do um, say within a spreadsheet uh, and the other thing is integrating so we integrate with the google admin console and um, student information systems um so where parent data is, for example, then we can take data from that system and send parents emails um, when they need um, to be updated about the status of uh, their their child's Chromebook. Um, So it's really sort of bringing all of that data together um, and adding this process around it, which um, schools need to help manage those thousands of Chromebooks.
0: Right, and so, you know, obviously, uh, I say this anytime we're talking about education stuff, I'm learning. I'm learning all of this stuff as we're interviewing folks, and and I think uh, you know anybody that's interested in this sort of stuff is is maybe learning alongside us here. Um, but the Google, you know, the admin console is providing obviously like a foundation, I guess, is, is is what you're saying, and then and then Visor's kind of sitting on top of that, taking some of that data and maybe even you know presenting it in a in a easier way to interact with is that is
1: that kind of what you're saying yeah absolutely right joe yeah so uh, the google admin console we're not trying to replace that Um, So people uh, continue to use the Google Admin Console for those admin tasks. Um, But what we're doing is providing sort of process on top of that. Um, And you wouldn't want to give the Google Admin Console to, uh, certainly not to parents um, and, you know, generally speaking, not teachers. Um, So what Visor does is it provides a sort of layer on top of that. So uh, an example would be um, where a family could log into Visor and report a device um, as lost and then what we will do is disable that device in the background using the google admin console um, and then send an email to the parents confirming the device is lost um, and even calculating a fee so that's what we're doing is adding that additional functionality on top of the google admin console yeah that makes sense yeah like
0: um because obviously there's the, you know, the, the admin console, you know, especially on the, on the workspace side, you know, we're reporting on that and, and trying to, uh, you know, it's generally stay up to date on updates and things that are going on there. And it's, it is, uh, it's very robust. Obviously, there's a lot there, but uh, maybe sometimes hard to manage, especially for that uh, that unofficial, you know, IT person that, that is uh, is trying to manage Chromebooks. So
2: I was actually going to say exactly that, Joe, is that there's an extension, um, you know, beyond the admin console. Visor provides that layer, but also that level of simplicity in terms of being able to, again, allow for a larger audience to, you know, sort of. Um, augment the the small technical audience, the small technical team in, in each district, you're able to recruit new and non-technologists to be able to help with the administrative tasks. So the ability to move a bunch of Chromebooks without limitation. The Google Admin Console has limitations in terms of how many Chromebooks you can move at one time, but Google removes that, uh, Visor removes that limitation, right? So you can move, say for example, every single Chromebook in the grade 5 OU at once in Visor, all move them all to the grade 6 OU. So this is an example of something that allows, for example, a teacher to to, to administer through the Google Admin Console without ever touching the Google Admin Console. Is
0: this software that is is running on machines or is this uh, in the cloud? Is Visor operating in the cloud
1: it is yeah it's in the cloud yeah schools schools love the cloud yeah so yeah yeah absolutely i mean
0: i was just obvious like i i feel like it was obvious but i wanted it to be said no that's good yeah no, <laughs> no good. you need a you need a no. pc to run this actually <laughs> <That's good. laughs> that would be terrible yeah it comes on uh yeah floppy disk yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously like obviously there's a ton of uh there's a ton of benefit here for for kind of the tech teams, but. Um, Jeff, what, what might be some other examples of, of how Visor might, might benefit a school, um, or a school district?
2: It's funny. There was one, I was just on the phone before this one. I was talking to, uh, to, a, um, a technologist in, uh, at West anyway. She was saying that, um, I was telling her a story about students who interact with it. So there's a, a district that we work, it's actually a, a school. It's a single school that we work with that allows their students to check the Chromebooks in and out. So what's cool there is that you're engaging the students in the management of the Chromebooks. So again, <laughs> really sort of fleshing out the team, the small technologist team, allowing the students to manage that process themselves. So that one um, is one of my favorite ones, uh, it, it is the ability to allow students to use what I think is a pretty cool feature inside of Visor, which is the check-in, check-out process. Super, super super heavy like in process behind the scenes but really really easy to use so powerful in terms of process but simple to use so not only non-technologists like teachers media specialists librarians but also students are able to use that use the system itself so i love that Um, that's one of my favorite things to sort of uh introduce to people the other um the just the idea of of being able to yeah engage that sort of level of usership I think is a really cool um, a, a really cool feature inside of Visor.
0: You mentioned uh, you mentioned Librarian and it just reminded me we were doing our uh, uh, our big uh, Logitech giveaway where we giving away the Chrome packs uh, thirty Chrome packs to one educator and uh, I was trying to get in touch with my uh, my high school that I went to back home and uh, got a hold of a uh, uh, a coach and a teacher and. Was asking him who I should talk to, and he was like, "All right, here's a, here's here's her email. She's actually the librarian. She's the one who does all of our right, Chromebook yeah. stuff." I was like, "Oh, perfect." Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, she she was right on top of it. knew uh, knew everything that we were kind of talking about. It was it was it was very interesting. Um, so what what sort of uh, what sort of advice um, if somebody's listening to this, they're, they're an IT admin or they're a technologist that you were talking about, or they're maybe that librarian who's who's managing Chromebooks. Uh, Dean what sort of what sort of advice do you all have for those folks on on managing Chromebooks
1: yeah so I think one thing I would uh, sort of encourage people to do like particularly if you've got thousands of devices, hundreds of devices is to uh, consider the life cycle um, of the Chromebooks. So uh, and this is something which like often goes o- overlooked really. So it's quite exciting getting new devices uh, you know, new Chromebooks at the start of a one-to-one program. Um, but if you take that time to consider what's going to happen to that device at each stage of its life cycle, um, then it can really help a school in terms of managing those. So uh, Jeff touched on, on a couple of those earlier. So in terms of Purchasing them. So, uh, how are you going to purchase the devices? Is there going to be a funding program? So, uh, if you're using a funding program, then you need to make sure that that Chromebook is only used by students which meet the criteria of that funding program for a certain amount of years, for example. Um, what will happen um, at the device's end of life? So, are you going to give the devices to students or are you going to bring all of those Chromebooks back in? And if they're going to come back in, then you're going to, how are you going to dispose of the devices? That's um, going to be recycling, uh, sort of donations and things like that to consider. So along each stage, so allocation, repairs, uh, maintenance, then think about who, which members of staff are going to be involved and what processes you need. Uh, so a tool that advisor can help because we can help to automate those processes. But if you go through those those steps um, up front, then that can be a sort of real t- time saver. Um, another tip is to have a clear um, repair policy in place. Uh, so, uh, when Chromebooks go, well, when schools go one to one and Chromebooks go home, um, repairs tend to sort of happen. So, Chromebooks sort of uh, meet siblings, pets, milkshakes, and things like that. So, uh, um... hopefully, they don't get dropped off of a roof like we did with that one Chromebook. Yeah, that, I love Chromebook. that, video, and that was a great video. <laughs> so, uh, um, but that that goes to sort of demonstrate. The kind of pressures which Chromebooks are under, you know, in in terms of needing repairs. So, uh, and uh, yeah, so if you've got a clear repair policy, not like a massive EULA, a sort of single page, which you've got a chance that parents will actually read, um, then what we've seen is that can reduce the number of repairs which you need to do. Uh, um, Jeff mentioned earlier about ownership. Um, Students get ownership in their devices, then parents understand, you know, maybe the sort of repercussions, the sort of costs associated um, with the devices so having a clear repair policy making sure that's communicated um, can save schools and districts an awful lot of money and uh, yeah provided the Chromebooks don't sort of uh, fly off the uh, roof of a building, then uh, you, you should be in pretty good shape. So, uh, yeah.
0: It was it was a fun video because we, like the whole point was that these Chromebooks aren't indestructible, right? Like they, they we put it through the regular paces that it was rated for, you know, um, spilling, dropping from the desk, dropping from kind of, you know, uh, a backpack height, maybe, you know, uh, four foot or so. And then it was like, all right, well, now we're gonna throw it off the roof and see what happens. Just to show, you know, these things are these things are tough, but they're not indestructible. I'm sure these school districts still get devices that show up that are totally obliterated, and they're like, yeah. "How did this happen?" Um, yeah. One thing you one, one yeah. thing both of you all have mentioned, and it might be something interesting for our listeners to to maybe learn more about, because I don't I don't know the ins and outs of it, but during the pandemic um was there as, as part of kind of relief uh, for schools was there a specific fund or program that schools could apply to um to get um additional help for for chromebooks or technology in the classroom
1: yeah there was uh, sort of various different um programs available um some of those programs are obviously sort of winding up now Um but there was a by various different governments so uh here in the uk and in the us um in terms of getting chromebooks out and to um to students and we and we saw a a sort of an uptick in one-to-one programs sort of at that point um there was a lot of ambition in terms of school districts to go one-to-one um but during covid then they had to sort of pull the trigger um on that uh and this was done at you know real breakneck speed as well. So uh, so some of these things we've discussed today, like having consider the process, consider the life cycle of the device, consider repair policies, uh, you know, there simply wasn't time for that. Um, so whereas now a few years in, then there's opportunity to sort of look back and sort of consider well, what can we put in place um but yeah there's uh, there's a there's, you know depending on the country a fair amount of um, sort of federal um support there um and another challenge actually schools face is uh providing auditing to sort of prove that they've used that funding correctly. So uh, um, so whether it was uh, COVID support programs or special education programs, there's title funding, idea funding, um, various different programs in place. Uh, but schools need to report on that. And there's an overhead in doing that reporting. So um, yeah, that's that's where we try and help.
0: So are you all working with districts or schools who maybe don't have Chromebooks yet or don't have a one-to-one program yet, but they want, too can they work with you all kind of from the onset to to figure out maybe some of these funding opportunities and then have kind of visor in place as they roll things out do you all offer that sort of support or is it more of hey once you all get everything in, in order we can kind of come in and help uh, you know with these processes that you've talked about.
2: I think it's actually in between those two things so I don't uh, not so much at the outset in terms of funding sources and how to purchase the Chromebooks um, and things like that though we do work with districts at sort of varying levels of their like maturity levels or where they are in that process but certainly once those Chromebooks are acquired and right from purchase uh, as soon as they're enrolled in the Google admin console we're plugging directly into each district's Google admin console so we're pulling all that information inside of visor. And we can certainly work with um, districts who are at any stage of that process or so whether or not they're considering it and that we can start. In fact, if we could start there with every uh, district, that would probably be a, an easier place to start. But wherever they are in that process, Pfizer can certainly step in. And with our sort of uh, consulting approach that we take with all of our new customers when we're onboarding new districts, we have a very um, sort of structured process that we follow uh, that allows us lots of reconciliation, cleaning up of the data. So it certainly does not have to be clean, the cleaner it is, um, I guess the smoother the transition, but ultimately, regardless of what state the data is in, does not have to be clean for us to be able to work with them. And we can actually start there. And it's probably a A little bit of an organic process that we follow in terms of getting completely um, ready state or a clean state that then sort of allows automation to take over and all the processes that are out of the box available through Visor to take over from that point forward. I think that's a process that, you know, we go through um, fairly continuously, probably through the first year's contract with each one of our districts. Um, Once we get there, though, then um, things start to – that automation again starts to take over. The power starts to take over, and things get a little bit more um, autopilot uh, from that point forward.
0: What – and you all may or may not know, uh, but, like, what percentage maybe in the U.S. or rough percentage of school districts in the U.S. are are – are using Chromebooks now instead of, uh, other devices, iPad or, or PC or whatever?
2: Yeah, it's, I'll let Dean answer that question with whatever detail he can provide. I can only tell you that everybody that I speak with uses Chromebooks. That's just because of the nature of what I do. Um, I'm identifying people <laughs> using Chromebooks and going forward from there, but it feels like a very high percentage, just anecdotally, or maybe instinctively I can, it feels that it's a a very high percentage, but an increasing percentage. I I just read recently where, I think it was 2020 for the first time, it was 2020 that Chromebooks outsold uh, iOS devices, uh, Apple devices, um, for for in school use. I I, I literally read that. Um, I think it was this morning. If it wasn't, it was last night on a on a wiki page. Uh, but there it is. So I feel like that's a, a number that's continuing to grow as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, just from our perspective, it definitely uh, definitely seems to continue to be increasing. And Google's obviously you know heavily heavily invested in education.
1: It, it's kind of it is interesting in terms of Chromebooks in in schools and. Uh, um that we see schools which have got a mix so they've got ipads on the lower um sort of uh the low, younger years so at kindergarten they've got ipads there um and then as you work through the years uh, sort of you know various different sort of chromebooks in and how they open up those devices and the functionality um sort of uh um, yeah, and I think Google's doing an excellent job in terms of providing a tool for schools. Um, which, yeah, you know, it's great to see in the kids' yeah. hands. So.
0: I remember, uh, I remember my other question. So we were talking with uh, Logitech about their Logi Pen and all of the work that they did to to create this pen that kids wouldn't lose and that was comfortable for them to use and was intuitive and all of these things. Um, uh, are you all seeing, and you kind of alluded to this a little bit, Dean, with the iPads maybe on the younger uh, age? But um, uh, are you all seeing more and more tablets, uh, Chrome OS tablets for uh, the lower grades? Or is it mainly, like you said, kind of Chrome, Chromebooks that are getting rolled out are mainly clamshell or convertible type devices
1: yeah i would say they're starting to come in um but still the vast majority of devices we're seeing are clamshells um so your your dell 3100s we see lots of those out there the uh lenovo 100s um hp 11s those type of vice, devices uh they're what we're seeing at sort of really large volume um uh, yeah and some of those uh, are not touchscreen at all either so uh Um, but yeah at the lower level um, yeah I think we're starting to see an uptick in terms of um, Chrome tablets Um, but Yeah, there's still plenty of schools which have got iPads and Chromebooks. Uh, And that's one thing which Pfizer can do actually is it can help those schools with different device types. So where they have Chromebooks and typically the vast majority of devices are Chromebooks. um, But the younger years, then they can see those iPads uh, next to maybe Windows devices, which they have for staff as well. So it gives that sort of central place. Uh, But yeah, it'll be interesting to see how... uh, Chrome tablets, um, what effect they have um, in education? So that'll that, be good to see. Yeah,
0: well, just just from a, a, a broad perspective, you know, and I feel like these education conversations that we that we have with folks uh, come around to this idea of, you know. Uh, students using Chromebooks learning how to get things done on a Chromebook and then they're going to go to college and what are they going to buy? They're not going to go buy a MacBook. Like they're, they're going to go buy a Chromebook and that's what really excites us about the education market and how it then applies to the consumer market. You know, we obviously are, are mainly plugged into the consumer space, you know, uh, devices that you can go buy at Best Buy or Walmart or or whatever big box store or online on Amazon. Um, you know, those are the devices that excite us, the consumer models, but this education space kind of cultivating Chrome OS users for the future. And then and then into enterprise, you know, as, as someone's going to work, um, we've seen it with, you know, the marketing firm that we, me and Robbie and Gabriel all met at, you know, it was MacBooks everywhere. And now you go over there and they've got, I mean, the majority of the team using chromebooks uh they even have some uh some uh, some pixel books over there that we're envious of we don't have one in the office we need a Pixelbook. i don't know why we don't have one um but yeah this this kind of uh you know this uh this evolution of a chromebook user you know that that really excites us and uh you know we love the work that you all are doing and how you all are are helping. You know, IT admins, or 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 that person at the school who is who is taking care of Chromebooks and making their job easier, and 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 allowing that process for for kids using Chromebooks to be easier. And and we love that. and We love the work that you all are doing. So so keep it up, um, Dean. For for anybody that's listening um, that wants to maybe learn more about you know some of the services you all offer where can where can they learn more
1: yeah sure so if you want to have a look at our website that's probably um, the best source so visor.cloud and um, slash um if you go slash unboxed um we're running a promotion at the moment so any listeners can uh, uh, lock in up to 20 percent off um by using uh, that url so uh, so that's a uh, visor with a z uh dot cloud slash unboxed um, that's a great place and we've got uh, um, lots of videos on our website if you go to uh, our blogs as well then uh, there's um, some resources there um, yeah and we'll be happy to show you around the tool and see if we can help sort of simplify uh, how you uh, manage your chromebooks so um, yeah it'll be our pleasure to help there
0: love it yeah definitely use definitely use our link it's the best link it's the best link to use. Definitely use that one. It's down in the show notes. It's we'll the make one
1: that'll it. get you up to twenty
2: percent off. Exactly. So I mean, come it. on.
0: It's just <laughs> it's easy. Just go click it. All right. Well, Dean Jeff, thanks so much for taking some time. I do really appreciate it. It's it's been funny, you know, uh uh, we were chatting before we started rolling dean and i've have, have emailed almost weekly for uh a while now so <laughs> it's fun to sit down and chat and, and learn a little bit more about what you all do and in, in some of the kind of uh, uh, nuts and bolts of uh, of visor and just some of these problems that schools have i hope that it's uh uh hope that it's valuable uh to our listeners and and viewers so we appreciate it thanks thanks guys for joining
2: thanks joe thanks joe